cold outside This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in I'll hold your hands there just like My ice My mother will start to Beautiful, worry. what's your My father will be pacing the floor Listen to the fireplace so roar So really I'd better Beautiful, please don't well, hurry maybe just a half a drink Put pour. some records on while I pour The neighbors might Baby, it's bad out there Say what's in this No drink? cabs to be had Welcome to a Black Friday edition of the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday show with Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, and the Thursday show, Allison Socks and Oranges, Thespian Nurses, and Happy Thanksgiving. But first, I would like to introduce fellow best friends, Bay Arian, Demian Cordova. Welcome back, Demian. Hello, thank you for having me. And ultra fan, Rafael Castaneda. Welcome, Rafi. A.K.A. Henny Blanco. Um, how are you? Henny Flacco. And later <laughs> and later on, we will be joined by poutine buff Toby from our favorite, not our favorite Canuck, because we have two favorites. We got, hey, Hansi still needs to come back on here, but so Toby will join us later. Well, first of all, what do you guys, what did you guys do for Thanksgiving yesterday? Anything special, Demian? Well, uh, let's see. In the morning, I did a 10K with my wife and a couple of my stepdaughters. Not 10K, 5K. So that's kind of fun. It was the second year that we've done that. And it's kind of a, you know, becoming a tradition. And we kind of went slow because my wife isn't really into running. So it was, you know, we all stayed with her. And then after that, we went to a show. We saw that new Disney cartoon, Moana. Oh, yeah. Which is really good. Is it? It is really good. Okay, um, good to so know. So if you have kids, they will love it. Or go by yourself, Rafi, because uh, you might <laughs> like it. <laughs> Take your head <laughs> but, uh, I'm just kidding. I know he doesn't have kids. Uh, and then after that, I had dinner at my mother's house. She lives near me. Nice. Uh, so childless Raphael, what about you? I went to uh, a friend's house. Uh, my friend from Texas is up here. So we went to a friend's house. A kid threw mashed potatoes in my hair. I tried <gasps> not to hit him. I, I succeeded in not hitting him, I mean. Then after <laughs> that, we went to another friend's house where we finished watching that. Um, who was playing that night? Oh, um, I think it was the, the night game was Pittsburgh and uh, the Colts. Right. We watched some of that. And then um, we ate some goat meat. Then we headed to another friend's house where we stayed until like two in the morning. Uh, a lot of drinks. I did a 5K if we're counting calories. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually, both of those sound a little bit more fun than mine. Mine is usually kind of boring because we just go to my in-laws and it's just two of them and the four of us. And it's just very quiet and we just have our Thanksgiving and the cooking's all right. It's a little bland, little Midwestern flavors there. And then we decorated their tree for them because they don't really, they have a hard time doing that. So it's kind of like, oh, so it was just boring. And tonight, Black Friday, we always have the neighborhood Thanksgiving where it's super fun. And we fry a turkey and we smoke a turkey and we're all outside and there's usually a lot of drinks and it goes until the morning and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I won't be able to probably drink because I'm still on antibiotics, but it'll still be a lot more fun than last night for sure. It sounds like you live in a pretty cool neighborhood. Um, it's pretty awesome. Just based on... Yeah, we usually get together. It used to be every Friday and now that kind of turned into my husband and my date night. So if we want to hang out, all we have to do is just go outside and people will start rolling over. And now, ever since we remodeled the garage, all it has is a fridge and a pool table in it and some chairs. So open the garage and people just come over. I can hear the pool balls cracking all day long. Yeah. So let's get to the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts Monday special. It ranged from piggy cunt to negative amortization. So it was, 
quite an interesting interview. She seems to have had a lot more of the what was the word racier guests on lately. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I know some of the comments on the the Facebook were uh, not too flattering. They didn't bother me too much. I mean, I get that was kind of their shtick, but I just found it. I mean, I love Allison, but that was just kind of a blah episode to me. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't funny. It was sort of interesting, you know, but yeah, I found uh, it funny. And it was it was almost like the Janet Varney episode where I really like her a lot. I watch her in a lot of shows, but there wasn't a lot to talk about. Like it was interesting to hear her, but there wasn't a lot that brought anything to have me comment on, I guess is what I'm trying to say with. But, uh, yeah, it's probably a fair statement. Uh, I, although I, I like the Janet Varney episode better than this one. They do the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on the XM Sirius radio, which I have not heard. And I'm sure it's funny. I know Jim seems to be like the perv and Sam kind of is on the other end of the perv spectrum. So it probably kind of works. But then, you know, at first I thought, okay, so they're kind of the opposite ends. But then, you know, as far as being an open book, Sam was just like throwing up all of his (laughs) details about his wife and everything. I thought, wow, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I don't know if I want to have somebody talking about me like that. Yeah, I get that. I, I think that they turned everything into a juvenile joke, though, right? Yeah. Because um, when they were playing the, the who knows who better, I mean, it, they didn't take it serious. They just took every they opportunity to, yes. <laughs> to, I, to make a joke. And I love that she brought, you know, her own. I'm good. It's like when Raphael brings his questions. It's like, oh, that's so cool. It's like another little level. And she makes this whole Allison question game. And it started off, I think, the first question, they were serious. And then it was like being in middle school. I don't even know. Where really? Yeah. Just, it just took every single one t- took a turn for the worse and i kind of loved how much fun they had with it but then they never reined it in so it just kind of they kind of felt like they shit on it a little bit more than having fun with it i don't know if they were shitting on it and maybe it seems like that to the listener but to me it's just to me like oh we're gonna we're gonna be total goofs and they just right. don't stop at all and i think you know allison probably should know should know that bringing two apes into her <laughs> enter a studio and try and, you know, have some decorum is probably not going to happen. You know, I thought actually that it was a really fun episode. Um, I maybe just because I like Jim Norton so much, I remember watching him on Red Eye, much like Allison. I'm not a big fan of Sam Roberts. I've seen him interview Jensen Karp on his show. He had like a solo show and Jensen was on there. I'm not a fan of him. I think they were good together because they know each other and they're friendly. And when they were talking about dirty talk at the beginning, <laughs> like I like I woke up and I just started playing it. So I was like still half asleep. That's what I do. And I lay there in bed for like half an hour and then just listen to it before I actually decide to get up. And it really woke me up when he, <laughs> when he said, you're wetter than shit. <laughs> I was. That was I funny. I couldn't I, help I, I but laugh like an idiot. And um <laughs> I was laughing along with you like an idiot because I did think this episode was funny. I don't know. It, it's funny because I think so highly of Allison, but I know she obviously has this side where she, she doesn't care. She's not going to be offended by things easily. And I think that's what I love about her because your hole is wetter than shit, really? Well, <laughs> like the- so the the thing about Allison is I've said, I, I know I've said this before. If you watch her on Red Eye, she was so silly but she like balanced it with like some serious stuff, but she got a chance on red eye to be funny in a way that we rarely see her on her podcast. So I just recommend that anyone who thought this episode was good, or even if you didn't think it was good, go check them out on red eye on YouTube. Cause the clips are all there every now and then when I am just bored, I'll look them up and 
she was so great on Red Eye. I need to look those up because I don't think I've seen any of them. I've seen some of the Ustream shows, actually a lot of them in the beginning when I first started listening to her podcast, I kind of looked those up and started watching them, but I've never looked into the Red Eyes. I I like Jim Norton a lot also. I don't know who Sam Roberts is. They seem like they're a good team together. They play well off of each other. Whether you like it or not, I think if it's not your taste, I can understand, but I think they do work well together. Um... What are you? What are your guys' feelings on dirty talk? <laughs> oh, you mean in the bedroom? Oh, well. yeah. No, when you're sure. at the drive-through. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I really like it. No, I, I'm in favor of it. I'm a fan. <laughs> Little Rafi. Well, it was funny because they. I think they all expressed or maybe not everyone's thoughts, but my thoughts where it's like, you don't know what to say and you think yes. it's going to be stupid, but you, as long as you just say what you want to do or what you're going to do or whatever, that's, that's pretty much all it is. Right. Don't bring up um, her mother though. No mother's laying out your panties. Yeah. That's a, that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I that, feel... that, that has to qualify as the worst ever. Yes. Um. yes. <laughs> I feel like, I, well, because I'm such a sarcastic person, so to like have dirty talk, I feel like you have to be kind of serious, and I can't be that serious, you know? I, I don't know. And if someone says it to me, I think, okay, that's their thing, whatever. It's kind of weird. You know, I've I've been with some weird dudes. <laughs> there was one person, and this was not with me, but my friend... And see, here's the thing. If they say something, you do talk about it. If someone, if you as a guy or a girl, I guess, if you say something that's off, it's going to be talked about. <laughs> and still to this day, like 20 years later, I still remember my friend saying, oh, yeah, guess what he said to me last, last night? He said, my cock is burning for you. <laughs> hmm, that's a new one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's that bad. It's not horrible, but... It sounds like something. It maybe, gives um. It, it's two okay. things. It could be your your penis is sick and it's burning. You don't want to hear about burning and things. It also kind of sounds like a romance novel, like my throbbing. I don't know. It's just too. <laughs> it's too much. I. It's funny because I'm not really into the dirty talk. If I try and do anything sexy, I'll either trip or like just make a fool of myself. I'm not good at that kind of thing. But I this morning I remembered. And I did get caught talking dirty once when I, <laughs> and I think I shared it on this show back in the JMO patrol days when my, my husband and I were camping, <laughs> we had camp, camp sex. And I, and I guess I was louder about cer- certain things than I remembered <laughs> because the next day I went to go to use the restroom and the campers next to us were repeating the things that I was saying as I was walking by. <laughs> They're saying to you or they yes! just, uh, <laughs> like that. Damn. Pa- like that passive aggressive like oh blah 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 they said it and then i went to the bathroom like oh my gosh so i'm sitting there thinking they heard everything and i was so embarrassed that i walked by and the guy who said it had showed up to his campground with like his friends when he was by himself and he drove rafi probably like this some sort of bmw or something out to the woods and he had all the doors open and he played in excess on a loop all day long (laughs) just all day long so I was like, this loser is calling me out. So I walked past and I'm like, at least I wasn't alone last night. <laughs> and I went back into my tent. <laughs> oh, that's a nice retort. <laughs> yes. But it was just like, it just caught me by surprise. You know, sometimes when you're doing things, you think you're alone. <laughs> Apparently it was not. <laughs> I was not. But yeah, I just remember that this morning and I thought, yeah, that's, 
that's probably why I don't really get into that. It's just, but maybe you guys like it. You guys seem to. I'll put you guys in the check on the yes box. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts started talking about beefs with celebrities, other, you know, other celebrities on Twitter and in public. And I wonder what you guys thought about all that. I feel like that takes so much effort and it would give me such anxiety, but I don't look down on people who get into it with other people, but it seems like that is what their whole show was about. I don't know. Demi, what do you think? That's an interesting question. I, I, I think some people that fuels them, you know, and these might be two people that that's their thing is the confrontation and the, the aggressiveness, you know, that's just a guess, you know, where some people, they take that stuff to the heart and other people will just be like, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm guessing these guys, that's their thing. I, I've never listened to either of them before on a show. I think I've heard them here and there in other places a handful of times, so I can't really speak too well on it. But I just think in general, when you have a Twitter war, I think you can only have an argument if someone, if both sides are participating, you know? Right. Um, so if, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think Will Wheaton, I heard him say once that uh, he was getting some kind of argument with some other celebrity. Can't think of his name. Uh, guy's been a million different things. Um, taller dude. He was on He was on Firefly. He was on Chuck. Nathan Fillion? The guy, not Nathan Fillion, the guy who played... Um, I've never uh, seen that show. Oh, well, when he said that, it made me think he did. But anyway, that's not beside the point. He was, you know, I guess... He was hassling Will Wheaton on uh, Twitter, and you know Will Wheaton was getting tired of it. And then he bumped into him somewhere, and he was like, "Oh, it's just just a joke to drive interest, you know, or get people, you know, responding." So ew, that's yucky. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> but, that. You know, then he was like, "Well, I, I'm not interested," you know. So yeah, I'm Will Wheaton. You know, so I think who it's even all knows who I am anymore. <laughs> Raphael, what do you think? Yeah, so I have a few thoughts on this. So about the specific incident where. Um, who was the lady that was on their show and she walked off? Rachel Maddow. Oh, Nancy Grace. Oh, yes. Nancy Grace. Yeah, I'm sorry. Got Where did you get Rachel Maddow? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, too much um, turkey yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, like, if you're going to go do, a like, a radio interview, if you're, like, a personality and you, you're on a show, the last thing you should do is walk out. Like, they were saying that she could have just, you know, sat there and just gone with it. But I remember Bill Burr was talking about... I guess Bill O'Reilly was on The View. I think Rosie O'Donnell was like so upset she walked off. And he was saying how he was disappointed because she's like a stand-up. That she should like, she should have been able to, you know, stay up there. And so I think, I know there's like this show called The Breakfast Club where they have like a bunch of rappers and whatnot. And uh, this this guy named Birdman walked off and it became like a big internet meme. <clears throat> so instead of like, you know, giving them that, you you can just hang in there and just... You know, it's not like you're going to get into a physical altercation. If you do, that'd be great for the show. But they're not going to, like, beat her up, literally. So I don't know why she would walk off. But about, like, Twitter beefs and whatnot, I have a Twitter beef right now. Really? Ooh, juicy. Yeah. I tweeted this out a few days ago oh, after I saw, I saw Megan. After I saw Megan on Facebook saying, if you don't agree with this uh, politics thing, you know, un oh, unfriend me. me. And uh, so... If you follow me on Twitter, if you're friends with me on Facebook, if you prefer Qdoba to Chipotle, unfollow me, unfriend me, because you're a piece of garbage. I don't need you in my life. I got I problems with all you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what Qdoba is, I but me neither. I take the <laughs> stance on Mexican food that Greg Heller does, that being in Southern California, there's so many good Mexican places that I wouldn't go to Chipotle for Mexican food, but I don't know what Qdoba is. So I can't say I like one over the other. I mean, but 
Chipotle's not bad. relationship with Chipotle. But the reason my friends were talking about this recently, like, what's the best Mexican restaurant around here? And I'm like, I don't know, because we don't go to that many. They're all kind of the same. I mean, I, I have to try me some uh, Mexican food in L.A. and in Texas because, oh, shout out to Ashley. We're apparently going on a, on a Mexican food road trip next summer. But awesome. um, I don't think that's real, but I hope oh, it, it is. is. It is. It um, totally is. It's going to be now when I just show up at her door. With your so, sombrero yeah. on? <laughs> Did you see there was a Kickstarter for one? No. Yeah, I thought I sent it to you. This was like, I don't know, seven months ago. Oh, I know. I don't think I saw that. Oh, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to send it to you, but I'm oh, sure it's good, over. But good. It was like a few hundred bucks. So I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to spend that much just for a joke, but I do <laughs> want it. And, and you were talking about Allison going at people on Twitter who have been uh, saying some things to her. And I think yeah. that's good. Maybe that's maybe she's getting more like a mama bear protective thing. But I have seen where some people will say something to someone on Twitter. And then when they respond, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I really didn't think you read these or I didn't think you'd respond. I'm a right. big fan and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. So people are stupid. Yes. Um, I agree. That's totally true. (laughs) That's it. That's that's the show. (laughs) See, I am glad that she's kind of fighting back a little bit. And it's not major beefs like Jim and Sam are having. And there seems to be like they they thrive on this like negativity. Hers is, you know, people think they could just say whatever they can to her or to anybody that's on Twitter for some reason. They wouldn't say that in person to somebody. They would only do it in anonymity, which is kind of sad. I know a lot of people, I forgot who she had on her show a couple of weeks ago. Darn it, I can't remember who it was. It was a lady who said, oh no, it was when she was on the Eliza show. And Eliza says, you know, when someone says shitty something shitty to me, I quote it and say, see, this is this person's dumb. See, this is why, you know, humanity sucks or whatever. She kind of puts a spotlight on the idiot and then it kind of maybe goes away or whatever. She just doesn't care. And I think that Allison's been more vocal about at least questioning where the person is coming from. She doesn't say, oh, you're an idiot, fuck off. It's, what is this in reference to? Or what do you mean by this? Or, you know, she kind of questions it to kind of figure out why this person's saying the thing. And I think it's kind of good. Although when you're pregnant, less stress is probably better and I know she probably takes it a lot internally like I do where I just want it to go away although I I still had some more with the that one picture that I posted there were still more people that wanted to question me about it that had dumb comments to say and I was just like you know what it's funny because when people used to say negative things to me before when I had this is really weird when I had a few followers I felt like I couldn't say things that I wanted to say and now that I have more I'm like yeah if I lose those two who cares (laughs) <laughs> is that lame? I'm like, ah, I'm actually going to respond to people. I don't care, man. I got enough. Fuck you. I don't need your idiot comments on my face. I mean, it's a good way of weeding the idiots out, right? That's Probably. exactly what I was trying to do with this uh, Chipotle thing. And since I've lost two followers, I say good riddance. <laughs> I saw <that>. And <laughs> I don't hate Chipotle. It's kind of like, you know, you and I, Rafi, were talking about comparing Shake Shack to In-N-Out, where it's like, those are two different things. Chipotle, to me, is like the fast food of Mexican food, and it's fine. It's good. I don't know what Qdoba is, but what's Qdoba? Is that somewhere regional to you? No, it's a chain, but it it says the same thing. It says Qdoba Mexican Grill. I've been there like twice, and it's trash. Don't (laughs) don't worry about what it is, Lisa. You'll (laughs) never need to go there. Making that note. He's got a campaign, man. He's trying to drive him out of business. <laughs> Listen, I will die 
for Chipotle, literally. When they were having their E. coli scare, I was like, people stopped going. I haven't been in a while, so I'm going to go during the scare. <laughs> yes. Went like three times. Guess what? I'm still alive because well, I have these uh, immune, this stomach that's stomach. immune to E. coli. Exactly. Well, you could go into Qdoba wearing a rat hat. That might drive away business. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to be good for anyone. <laughs> I can go there with my work outfit, you know, pest control, and be, like, looking around. Oh, <laughs> that's anything. good. Oh, you're Carl. You might have to... Oh, <laughs> all right. This is turning into the Seinfeld episode, which is not bad, but... Eh, all right. Allison said, Dirty Talk 101, and I wrote a note saying, that's going to be Colonel Jeff's next drop, and it, it wasn't, but I was, I was like, please, how are you going to fit this in? <laughs> all right, let's talk about Thursday. We were her little candy dams, which... Ugh, I, that can just be off the plate. I guess we're the... No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say we're the throwaway food. It would be like being cranberry sauce or something, which I think cranberry sauce is better than candy DMs. What about you, Damien? I don't like either of those things. Yeah. I, I like one little bite of cranberries and I'm good. What about you, Rafi? I've never had either, but there yeah. is a Beatles song where they repeatedly say cranberry sauce. Which one is that? doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so this week she had uh, David Huntsberger in with the Thursday Gang, which I like him. I know I mentioned I thought that Jay Inslee sounded like him. And I think listening back to this episode, he, he did kind of, but not. It kind of sounded like they could be brothers or something, but just there was a little difference there. But I don't know. I really like him on. I, he he fits in without, he's not, I don't know. He just fits in. I don't know. Do you think he adds or takes away or just fits in, Rafi? I think he's a good fit with them. This episode, I liked him a little less than the last one, but I'll take as much beach poop as I can get. <laughs> what about you, Demian? I like him. I remember when he was a guest on the show. Uh, I, th- I do think his performance at the last one who, a couple weeks ago was better than uh, yesterday. Um, but I think he's funny. And I was watching his show on the Sci-Fi Network until they canceled it, unfortunately. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a funny guy. He, I do think he fits in well. I, I know a lot of people kind of... Jay, he talks too much, blah, blah, blah. I liked Jay, but then uh, I think David just kind of, he's more definitely <laughs> not trying Jay, not to step on. Jensen. Jensen. Well, yeah. Oh, God. Sorry, Jay. My brain. I'm getting all you... everyone confused today. I'm um... just trying to throw you on the, under the love bus, Jay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I apologize. Accident. Uh, no, but yeah, Jensen Carp. Uh, I, I do think he, he does not try and step on anyone and he's just kind of picking his spots uh, very judiciously uh, as far as you know when he should say anything but he's funny i like him he's very uh, i think he's clever and uh, interesting comments he he's kind of a happy-go-lucky type of guy i think and he does roll with everything he seems fun he reminds me a lot of all of my uncles on my mom's side just it would be fun to be at a party with him and having a couple of glasses of wine at Thanksgiving, I think he would be pretty fun. They talk a little bit about Thanksgiving traditions, which we kind of already did talk about ours. And I was thinking about the fact that Allison's in my neighborhood somewhere. (laughs) And I think, you know, whenever she says she's going to Orange County, which obviously if you've, if you've ever looked at a map or been here, it's huge. So the chances of running into her are pretty slim. I'm pretty sure she goes to South County which I don't go if I don't have to. But I still have that, oh, she's, you know, passing by on one of the major freeways that's close to me. What if, you know, I don't know. You're just driving next to her all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Looking for a white uh, Mercedes anywhere. Yeah, but Black Friday is probably the last day that I'll ever go out shopping. I've never done a Black Friday. I'd rather pay extra to not have to wait in line or 
wake up early or fight any kind of traffic for anything. It's just not my scene. I don't know, Damien, do, does your wife or do you get into that? Uh, nope. My wife doesn't, and uh, I, I there's no way I would go anywhere on Black Friday to go shopping. That's no. nothing is worth it to me to no. to to go into that crazy madhouse. Um, my mom's pretty slick about it though, because first of all, she naturally wakes up early, um, and I do too, so I probably got it from her. But she'll go out and snag one thing that she's looking for and and, and go home, you know. And oh, that's smart. Skillfully avoid a lot of stuff. She didn't do it this year because she's got injured foot, but. From Black Friday She's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Rafi, um, <laughs> are you standing in line at Best Buy right now trying to get a big screen? <laughs> no, I don't even watch my TV as it is. Um, oh. No, actually, we actually this morning we did go to a store for because they had a really good deal on something. And we stood there for about 25 minutes and then they came out and said that the thing was sold out. So uh. we all left. Stupid. But this is the the first time and the only time it was worth it if we could have gotten it. Um, Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I think Black Friday has seemed to get has seemed to be getting less and less popular, especially with online. You know, they have the Cyber Mondays and now it seems like a week before the Black Friday deals are already here. You can just be a blob and sit on your couch and order stuff, which is the choice that I will take every time. And this morning I already even went on Amazon. I thought, oh, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to make a new email address and sign up for another free Prime account for a month and get some cool stuff today. (laughs) (laughs) We've all done that, right? I think I have like eight done it eight times oh but wow. then a few times i've forgotten i'm like what's this charge oh crap which email address is that under i gotta go cancel it <laughs> i'm i'm pretty straight and narrow here so allison was cleaning out the guest bedroom slash nursery for daniel's mom to come stay for thanksgiving and they were talking about how they had to clean out the closet and daniel kind of made a joke about well if you go in there and get the stuff out of the stuff there that's yours And she thought, well, what am I going to do with it? And I have a suggestion for Allison's junk. And maybe the Patreon subscribers, maybe there can be an Allison's junk giveaway. If she's looking to give some stuff away, I'm sure we'll be happy to take it. Better comment on the Patreon page. Oh, yeah. It's that's top of my on on her list. I'm sure she's like, oh, cool. Now I can ship my bullshit to you guys. But I'm sure Rafi and I and everybody else will take it. Maybe the $50 I, subscriber should. I thought you were going to say put it on Craigslist or eBay like you do. <laughs> you could probably help her with that. That's actually true. Oh, well, see, just getting into her closet would be fun. But I don't want to be creepy, though. I don't want to get the I don't want to get the meat sweats while I'm in there. Um, do either of you get the meat sweats or food sweats or anything? I don't, the only time I've ever got anything close to it, like they talked about eating spicy food, but I've never ate yeah. so much meat. I'm like, oh my god, meat sweats! I that's I didn't know that was a thing. Rafi, after you ate all that, how do you pronounce it? Birria, birria. How do you say it? Yeah, I don't know. Birria. Birria. Um, Did you get the yeah. meat sweats? <laughs> no, I I don't think I've ever gotten meat sweats. But for breakfast today, I had some uh, pork belly. No meat sweats. No, no, just no. <laughs> so. Rafi likes it spicy. Um, oh, George likes his chicken spicy. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> yeah, when you're eating spicy food, yeah, of course. But I've never eaten so much meat or any other kind of food where I start getting sweats from it. That that I believe I it could be that's a, thing, a thing, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I can believe it could be a thing for certain people. Maybe it's the asparagus pea gene, you know, where some people have it and some people don't. Because I don't have asparagus pea, but I believe oh, it's I a thing. I thought that was everyone. 
I don't think I do. I don't get the meat sweats, but I like that someone said something about the meat sweat, like the meat sweat pants, which that was funny. <laughs> and I thought it should be meat sweats o'clock every day over there. <laughs> so they talked about Allison was Allison went on and on about her egg eating, which you know she goes on and on oh. about a lot of things, which you know I'm not a fan of the hard hard-boiled eggs that you buy you know i like making them myself if i'm gonna eat them but she went on and on and i loved how david was like this is this is what you're talking about <laughs> like this is a topic that you're talking about and you know i feel the same way as allison where i judge heavily judge what i hear you know what i overhear when i'm listening to other people's conversations where i think oh my god really this is what you're talking about but then we all tune in twice a week to Allison going on and on about stuff that is, you know, sometimes frivolous or whatever, but it's interesting and it's fun. And it's her just being, it's like the inner workings of Allison. And I love hearing every bit of it. Talk about your hard-boiled eggs. I don't care. Go on. Yeah. Today at the, uh, while waiting in line, the people behind us were just, this guy was just so annoying, just making dumb jokes that weren't funny and oh is he one of those loud guys that so everyone has to hear his joke he wasn't super loud but it was too loud for my liking but i do think i do think of that i think i feel like daniel said this on an episode where he said you know like whatever the thing is that you're like super into it's like super boring for other people who aren't into it so I, i try to keep that in mind like when that guy was making his dumb jokes i'm like if we were making our dumb jokes they would probably be thinking the same thing but it was so annoying yeah you know i used when uh Brittany, hi Brittany, when Brittany and all of our friends and i would get together and do our tuesday night clubs and play games and you know we would first end up being somewhere for a few minutes and there would be people around us talking and we would just you know you know <laughs> the heavy eye rolling was always like oh my gosh what are they talking about but by the end of the night we were those people and I knew, you know, we would always say, oh, you guys just wish that you were friends with us. We would say that, but really we knew that everyone was probably like, what are they even talking about? <laughs> so much bullshit. But I, I agree. You just kind of have to be in. I just hate the guy that when you're waiting in line or if you're in a crowd or anything, like I remember going on a tour of the hospital before we were going to have our first um, kid. And of course, there's like the one guy that has to make, you know, his jokes to like kind of include the whole group in the joke and it's like i really don't want to hear just can we just get the tour on and just go i don't you don't we don't need to stand up right now just keep it to yourself even though it was kind of funny because he's we were going down into the elevator and he said where's the basement like it was the alamo or i don't know he was making a pb herman joke (laughs) which i think that would be something that my friends and i would probably make that joke but it was just like, okay, we don't even want to be here. We get it. It's a hospital. Can we just be... When I'm in labor, I'm not going to need to know where everything is. You're going to just take me where I need to go. I don't know. There's always that person, though, that, that feels they need to, like, t- bring you into their life. And I don't really want to be a part of it. Demian, any thoughts? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'm like most people. I, I don't mind uh, eavesdropping on conversations. <laughs> Um, uh, and as far as eggs go, I, I, I do not eat any form of egg at all. And really? the idea of eating a fertilized egg is extra repulsive. <laughs> it's, Why I, don't you eat eggs? Yeah. I hate the taste. I, really? I can choke them down if they're scrambled and any other way cooked, I will vomit. Really? I'm not oh, a yeah. big egg eater, but I'm not, I don't have an aversion to it. I just don't really have a love of breakfast. If I have a choice of lunch foods, I would rather pick that but egg salad is probably one of my favorite sandwiches pretty good Ugh. 
<laughs> yeah, and I like my eggs all runny and disgusting that you would probably totally gross, gross out. I mean. Doesn't matter if it's perfectly cooked or what. It doesn't matter. It tastes bad to me. So, and the fertilized egg, I don't even know where to begin with what that would even look like. Or t- would it be like chewing on a cockroach? Like, is it crunchy? I don't, you know, like are the bones formed yet? I don't really understand. And I don't think I really want to know. Maybe I just want to always wonder. Yeah, I don't think I want to know either. I know um, I had a lot of friends and my wife is Filipino too. Um, and they eat something called balut, which is a chicken half formed in the egg. Ugh. I mean, it literally has the body parts, like like the beak and all that. And they eat it and they say it's good and... So the, I did, can't even... did, it, did it get the name by the noises people were making after they ate it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never found out. <laughs> but I just, the first time I discovered this, I was at a friend's house, a really, really good friend. The, the kind of friend where you can look in the refrigerator without being awkward. You know, I've been at their house so many times. Right. And I was looking for something to drink and I saw you could like the light was shining on the egg and you could sort of see the outline of the, the no, body. No. And I said, oh, you got some kind of funky eggs in here or whatever. Right. Because I didn't. I, didn't, I was in <laughs> high school. Right. And they're like, no, 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 that's a lot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like you eat that intentionally. Mm-mm. So, but, um, but yeah, and I've guys- seen people eat it, too. And then they'll have like the, the feet sticking out of their mouth they, oh, that one person yeah. did on purpose did on purpose to, to kind of gross me out oh <laughs> you guys reminded me of something and i don't know if you guys will know what i'm talking about but i remember watching something a long time ago and i think it was jeremy clarkson from top gear was like in france somewhere and there's like some dish where you're eating like essentially a like a whole baby bird and supposedly it's really delicious I, all I remember is that you just stick the whole bird in your mouth. They were like eating it under a sheet because it is like pretty messy. Oh, have my you guys ever God. heard of this? <laughs> no. God. If anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, please tell me what it is because I've been <gasps> looking for that clip for years and I can't find it again. Oh, I think they serve that at Qdoba. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of nasty things to eat, placentas. I know we've talked Ugh. about it before, and I don't know why. I don't know why that's a thing. I've seen, you know, I, going to the birthing classes. I did not go to those things because they really don't help to me. I think you're just, I don't know, you just need to go through it. But the fact that they watched the video and everything, I remember seeing a video where they were having the placenta parties where people come over and they grill it up and they all eat it. And I thought, uh, I don't. I I think I I didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah, that's no, I no, I that's like no, I just can't even like what person would invite me over to eat their placenta? I'd probably not be enjoying that part of our friendship. I I I don't know. I the whole thing. I think putting it into pills and taking like the mom taking it might help with the postpartum depression is what they were saying. Which okay maybe, but I I don't know. I can't wrap my mind around any of that stuff. That's, I I don't know. Can you, would you guys go to a placenta party? No, uh, I vividly recall looking at the placenta after my son was born and being totally grossed out by how gross it looked. Yeah. And um, I know people save them because if uh, the child has some kind of issue, it could be a help. Right. I think ours Um, is in the the placenta bank or the whatever it is but as to eating it i mean i'd heard that people were doing that um but yuck, gross. I don't, yeah I mean, I don't. if you saw that thing i mean it's disgusting yeah it's like a bloody cow <laughs> patty or something it looks like a yeah it's 
Oh, God, yeah. That's a good <laughs> That's description. Actually, <laughs> Raphael might have it uh, after a hangover. It looked a little bit like tripe. Oh, <laughs> Like <that's> bloody not... <laughs> tripe. I, I was imagining it like a big, bloody, gelatinous pile of innards, but not innards. Yeah, it'd be pretty gross. I don't know. Would that be a deal breaker? Like if a friend invited you and they were grilling placenta? Because I think I would have to reevaluate that kind of friendship. I agree. Uh, I don't think it would be a deal breaker. I would just be like, no, nope, <laughs> well, sorry. All right, placenta people, you know who to befriend. <laughs> but if they're hey. a Dodger fan, you're like, they're dead to you? Uh, well, I mean, I've known a few Dodger fans and uh, they're still alive, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> you know, last night as I was cleaning out the two turkeys for tonight's Thanksgiving, I one of them wasn't thawed enough for me to get the stuff out so I was kind of you know thawing out the neck hole and it really made me think of Allison watching that birthing class because I'm like spreading out this thing and like pulling this thing out and trying to like stretch the neck hole to get its you know insides out and I thought this sounds exactly like what she was talking about like some weird sock hole that's stretched out anyways I thought about her last night it was disgusting the whole turkey thing is so weird like you kill the turkey and then you stuff its neck up its up itself and then you put its gizzards down its neck and then you tie it up. It's so disgusting. Okay. <laughs> the whole process of uh, as opposed to eating them is pretty gross, but right, yeah, I don't exactly. think that's that bad. It just seems so. I guess eating them is demeaning too, but the whole thing just seems so. Oh, we're, we kill them humanely and everything, and now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna. What did that girl in from The Exorcist say about with the cross? What did she do? It seemed like that with the neck, and then the, I don't know. Anyway, you mean when she was stabbing herself? <laughs> yes, like you're shoving its own neck up itself, and then putting. Oh, I don't know. It, the whole thing just seems very weird. I, I'd love to buy one that doesn't have the stuff. I like to be as distant from what I'm eating as possible, which is really not a good way to live. I guess. I guess so. The the birthing class teacher. Sounds, I could not keep it together if someone was overacting, or I guess they said she was acting very well, you know, pretending like she was going to be having the baby, but could you hold it together in, in a room with somebody pretending to give birth, Damien? Uh, yeah, I think I could. So you're um, an adult? Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on what it is. I think if someone was doing all that, I would just be like kind of observing with my eyebrows raised, like, <laughs> okay. You know, and uh, and then I'm sure as soon as I left, I'd look at my wife and say, whoa, you know, I'd, I'd probably have like a load of jokes just saved up. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know that that all is necessary for someone, is it? I mean, I, you had a baby. I've only witnessed, you know. I don't think so. I think that, yeah, I did. The first time I did go to the hospital thinking that I was in labor and then they had to send me home. So maybe seeing how it looks when you're in labor and when you're not might have been good, but I think I could have just looked that up and watched a video. But still, when you're first going through it, you probably would go anyways because you might think, well, maybe it's not like that or this because you overthink everything because it's scary and it's the first time you're doing it. And the thought of having to do it at home or getting stuck, you know, wherever would just, is scary. Being there in the room watching someone do that, I think my husband and I would be so immature and be giggling the whole time. I don't know if we could handle it. We'd probably have to leave. <laughs> Rafi, what do you think? Right. 
Well, I, I think it was funny when Jenna said, I'll have what she's having. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I think I could keep it together. But as far as, you know, knowing when the labor is like real or whatever, I, I do think that your body just knows because the, the only thing I can equate it to as per usual is when I'm drunk and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to throw up. But you just like kind of stay mm. there and hope you you're okay. But then when it's actually time to throw up, you just get up. So yeah, that's I think true. Your body just knows. That's very true. When I first went the first time, there was no sense of urgency. It was just I think this is happening because you know I feel different than I have, and it was just close. I was just getting closer. But with the second one. Every night I would kind of have that feeling of, oh, is it starting? No, I'll just go to sleep. And then the time it happened, I thought, is it happening? I can't go to sleep. The same thing with the throwing up. I just hopped up. Okay, this is it. We're going. You know, it's time. I think this lady was truly dedicated to her craft. I think um, Allison saying, you know, how Greg feels when he's at a musical the same way I, is the same way I would be feeling where it's just too much acting right up close in your face where I don't know where to look or how to react. So... I, I might just... Do you think that this lady who just being in L.A. was just trying... Maybe somebody will find me <laughs> and I'll get discovered or something? Who knows? I but know. I, I bet some people just... she. If I had to guess, I would think that she is thinking that she's very self-important, you know? Um, like, uh, I'm really helping these people, you know? I don't... I mean, why else would you take it so seriously? And I do wonder how many times she does it in a day. That's kind of... I don't know. It's pretty good. It's... It's a skill, like juggling. She probably just likes to show it off. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, Rocky. Um, let's talk about Christmas decorations and music and how soon is too soon to hear it because they were kind of all over the place about what they accept. And I think that we all accept more and more every year because it gets shoved down our throats every year, like way too early. And I feel like any time before December 1st is unacceptable. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to... I just hate this feeling of, yes, I love the holidays too, but I hate being rushed through two other pretty decent holidays to get to this one. And I think once you start rushing, that's why it goes by so fast. And then December 26th should be the most depressing day, not January 2nd. It just seems... I don't know. Damien, where do you fall on Christmas stuff? I am a big believer in, like, you don't pull out the Christmas. Like, I get why a store can start selling it after Thanksgiving. Like, to me, a store starts selling, like, you know, Santa Clauses or Christmas decorations. That should be, like, Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And as to Christmas music, I love Christmas music. I have a Spotify playlist of Christmas songs, but I got, like, 50 on there. Um, But I don't listen to Christmas music until about two weeks before Christmas. And even then, it's kind of like a little here, a little there. And then, you know, the, the like, depending, like, Christmas is on Sunday this weekend, uh, this year. So I would say, like, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can listen to quite a few. And then that that's my belief. So if you're listening to Christmas music, like, after Halloween, I will, I would, that, I might kill someone for that, you know, worse than a Dodger <laughs> fan. I mean, because that's, it's like, come on, it's two months away, you know? I mean, imagine, give it a rest. Imagine a guy sitting in his car in a Qdoba parking lot with a Dodgers t-shirt on listening to Christmas music in October. You both would kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Rafi, where do you stand on Christmas? I think I already know, but where do you stand on Christmas decorations getting an asshole way too soon? I don't like it too early, but I'm actually kind of okay with like lights and stuff because 
here it actually snows and at night you see like Aww. the streets look wet and the lights are all twinkly and it is very pretty so i don't mind that um i'm not a big fan of christmas music shout out to leanne who's making a christmas mix for people i um, cannot wait to get mine leanne maybe it's just because all the christmas songs are from like 30 40 50 years ago maybe that's why i'm not a big fan but <laughs> maybe that's why i like it <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that Mariah Carey one that they were talking that about? That one's actually okay. I think the last time oh. I had a Christmas CD that was on it, and my mom probably gave it to me, and I, I liked it. It was pretty good, but I like all the old stuff more. That, the Mariah Carey, is that's a jam. There there actually is, like the NSYNC song, that's a good song too. Um, shout out to Megan and Ashley. That, what is that? It, Baby, It's Cold Outside. I kind of like it, but it's so rapey. Um <laughs> But I, I do. You know what? I think I'm, I'm starting to change my tune. I actually like some Christmas music. Here we go. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to hear the uh, the old stuff that much, though. I'd rather hear some modern Christmas songs, I guess. Some some rap. Well, it some depends. Rapness. There are plenty of good ones and there. plenty of bad ones. But, you know, I, I do like some of the classic ones. Um, and then some people cover some nice versions of stuff, too. You know, like different artists, different interpretations. But I love those old Christmas songs from, you know, when you were kids and you're watching, you know, like The Year Without Santa Claus and Santa Claus is Coming to Town and, and you know, like Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. I love that song. Yeah, it puts me in the mood for for Christmas. I love I love all of it. I just don't like it too early. Uh, we put our lights up usually probably tomorrow, which is 2 days after Thanksgiving. And in general, we don't, but when we move to this neighborhood, everybody starts decorating the day after, so then we're the odd men out that don't have lights up yet. So, I think everyone's probably Black Friday, they're all putting taking down all of their, you know, Thanksgiving and harvest decorations and now all the christmas stuff is going up so it's kind of more of just keeping up with the neighborhood in general i think it would have been probably a week from now at least in december right but the cactus christmas tree depresses me <laughs> although I, jason Dix, you probably embrace the cactus christmas tree tell me if you do shout out because he loves he's part of a cactus club i believe if i remember correctly from the early days of jmo patrol i have to say yes please to christmas decorations but no please no. Oh, please. T- too early. Oh, where are we going now? Yeah, I would agree with that. And the lights all year long, I've done that before because I'm white trash. But other than that, I don't think it's a great idea. <laughs> they do end up breaking Actually, if you leave them up too long. It's funny you say that. Um, you might I don't know how big of a sports fan you are, Lisa, but um, <laughs> Steve Young, he used to play football for the 49ers. Um, there's a regular sports radio show in the Bay Area, and He's famous for his Christmas lights. Um, he's been doing it for years, and so the, the host always jokes him about it. And he goes, what you really need is lights that they can be red and, and green in Christmas time and, like, black and purple for Halloween. You don't have to change them. You just flip a switch. He goes, someone needs to invent that. You know what? That's like, not that a bad idea. cool idea. That's not a bad <laughs> idea, actually. If you could come up with something for every month that is not ridiculous, that's not bad. Because lights do, for some reason, like, Rafi, what you were saying, like, just seeing lights on it cheers you up for whatever reason. It's just kind of imprinted in your memory of, oh, this is pretty, <laughs> you know, and it makes you smile. So if you could make it, but then, you know, in January, when I still see people's Christmas lights, I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> And also, you know, the same as Jenna, you know, as soon as Christmas is over, like the build up to it and everything, I love all the decorations, the music, 
the tree. The day after, I like can't get the stuff out of my house quick enough. Like I don't want to see any of it anymore. It just looks like a bunch of trash everywhere and I just want it gone as soon as possible. But yeah, the light's changing throughout the year. That's not bad. We came up with something last year. I think the kids and I came up with something where it turns into something for... What did it turn into? Confetti for New Year's or something? I don't know. There were like three steps of it turning into something like from Halloween to New Year's. Oh, and then it I goes remember away. that. Did you were saying that the tinsel that? will turn into confetti. Yes. But I don't remember it completely. No, I remember hearing it. I don't know if we talked about it. I think you're I think we must have talked about it on the show at some point. Maybe the ki- the kids and I came up with it or it came up on here. I don't know. It's something. We'll shark tank it. The lights when when she said that they broke because they kept them up too long, that seems crazy to me. So I know nowadays they're switching over to LED Christmas lights. I don't know if that's what they have because those burn for pretty much forever. So I think pretty soon they will be able to, if not already, they should be able to do the... No, they for sure they can because I was at Ikea like a year ago and they have like these light strips of LEDs that change colors. Like you could just change the dial. So I think it's only a matter of time till Steve Young, shout out to him, gets his lights to be able to do that but what i'm not a fan of is the people who put like the whole winter wonderland in their front yard because it looks tacky to me it looks stupid like you can't do anything with that it doesn't look nice to me but then again i have like a more like a minimal aesthetic kind of thing i like but yeah i'm not a fan of like the what is it called the fucking the scene with the the jesus and all that oh my god (laughs) the manger scene the nativity scene yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan of the nativity or or like a like a a reindeer that is like bobbing its head like I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. So no Did you thank ever you see uh, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase? Oh yeah. That's a no. staple. Oh, oh Come on. He, he goes so over the top every time he turns on his like decorations and like blinds his neighbors. <laughs> oh, you have to see that because Todd and Margot with Julia Louis Dreyfus. They're the best, funniest right. neighbors. The, the, the neighbors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just getting blinded. <laughs> yeah, I cannot stand the inflatable things only because it does look good at night, but it, in the daytime, it looks like death. Like Christmas died on your front lawn. I don't like it. I don't understand why not just leave it up all day I, I, because it's not like it's lit up or anything. It's just, I know everyone has those. It's not a dig on those. I just, every time I drive down the street, it's just kind of depressing. It's kind of like the day after when you see all the trees in the street. It's like, ah, like discarded tr- Christmas condoms. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> what am I even saying? Nice visual. <laughs> yeah. So one thing about, I have one more reason why I like Jeff. Not like-like, but his birthday is also in January as mine. No wonder he's January 2nd. Yeah, the same 2nd. birthday as my mom. Really? One yeah. of my close friends is also January 2nd. And we usually, a lot of my friends have January birthdays and we usually have one big party. But I think having a January birthday has pros and cons. One of the good parts is, is that January kind of has nothing. And so looking forward to something is kind of neat. You know, I love the beginning of the new year. It always feels like so promising. And, you know, nothing ever pans out. But it always feels promising. And then my birthday happens and it's really cool. But the cons are everybody's poor and on a diet in January. So it really sucks. <laughs> For, oh, we can't go out to brunch because we're on a diet or we don't have any money or, you know, I'm sure I've been re-gifted before, but I really don't care about that. It's just... That's... Can't relate. My birthday is in September. <laughs> so shout out to Jeff because I know he listens, so... Fellow Capricorn, there. No wonder. Um, <laughs> they did a snack. They did a snack chat. Jenna brought in some mint flavored things and 
which I didn't really, I wasn't really interested in. I don't really like the, what are those? Not the EL fudge. What's the brand of those kind of cookies? Keebler? I don't like any of those Keebler cookies. I think they're too fake tasting. Um, but I don't the, like them either. Yeah, they're just too, I don't know what it is. Although the fudge stripe cookies are similar to a Girl Scout cookie that I really like, that I don't think they make anymore, the Thanks a Lot or whatever they're called. And they make really good s'mores. But other than that, I'm not really interested in the Keebler cookies. But the strawberry chocolate covered Hostess cupcakes, I thought, okay, I can wrap my mind and my mouth around some of these. That sounds good. I'm trying to remember. I, yeah, snack that they had. I, I wasn't too overly interested in that just because it didn't sound like anything I really wanted to eat. Those things sound delicious. But the mint, I'm surprised that Allison doesn't like mint so much that she wouldn't even just try stuff. I can go for mint over, like, mint-flavored everything over the stupid pumpkin spice-flavored everything, for sure. I don't hate mint, but I don't need it in everything, either. I don't know. Rafi, what do you think about any of these snacks? Anything good? No, I agree that the strawberry thing is not Christmassy. It should Mm. have been some sort of mint thing, but fudge stripes are good. Other than that, I have no thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think throwing that into a Christmas uh, snack is... uh, lazy on hostess's part but uh, i definitely want to try them either way i think it was daniel who said he's lactarded <laughs> which <laughs> i thought was kind of funny and maybe it goes along with what rafi's the weak stomach of the white man yes <laughs> i was gonna say your policy or your i, I don't know regulations on white people's stomachs but my, it's funny because my daughter now is lactose intolerant, but it just came like it comes and I apparently and it goes or, and I thought, oh man, she inherited that white stomach from my husband because I certainly don't have that. But yeah, they were talking about, you know, I feel like pr- probably everyone's a little bit lactose intolerant, but you just kind of get over it or get used to it. I don't know, but lactarded. Well, I, I think you funny. build up. There've been studies about, I'm not lactose intolerant, but I hate to bring up a roller, but the whole peanut thing. Mm. And there've been things about it. It's like, you just kind of have to expose people to stuff and then they build up the immunity to it. You know, I don't what? know if that's it works that probably way. true. I didn't even think about that because we don't really drink milk. Number one, we're adults, so we don't drink milk. But in the family, like I never really had milk for the kids in general, like we would do soy milk or almond milk or none, just whatever. But they, you know, cheese and everything. But my daughter will just, you know, we bought some drops that she can put on it because she won't take any pills and she won't do any of the other, anything else to help. She'd rather get the runs and just take medicine afterwards. I'm like, that's not healthy. (laughs) Yeah, really? Yes. Or she'll just kind of like make a deal with herself. Well, I don't really care. And then she comes later. She's like, I had three. I'm like, okay, three is diarrhea in case you guys don't know. That's one plus yeah. two. That's one plus two. She's like, I had three five times. Like, oh my gosh, that's oh, horrible. But that's a little too much info there. I know. So <laughs> I, t- I, we went to the doctor recently and I, she said, you know, maybe she might have that celiac thing where the gluten thing. I'm like, oh, come on. I definitely exposed her to a lot of bread so that's not the case in that condition but anyways i thought that was funny the lactose intolerance the lactarded daniel i just want to say if you guys don't know when i say the weak stomach of the white man i am joking <laughs> but well, the, the, i, I, I believe that the I'm weak a, white that's stomach what i thought eats at qdoba right um but like jenna said like like for me if i was lactose intolerant i would just like jenna said take lactate because like gelato? I'm not giving that up. I don't care what the consequences are. I'm going to eat ice cream. <laughs> so do that, people. Get on board, white people. All right, let's talk about JMOs. Demian, 
What you, what did you pick? Let's see, I wrote week? one down. Oh god, my handwriting's so awful. Bree Boy Creative. Ugh. Sorry if I butchered your handle. The one about eating by yourself in a restaurant. Oh yeah. You know, I've never felt weird about doing stuff like that. Um, I remember when I was young, I thought I'll never go to a movie by myself. But then now I don't mind it at all because I just go and I sit where I want and I see what I want and nobody bothering me. And, uh, you know, sometimes I can go when it's not crowded. So, you know, it's just, I like it. Um, but eating by myself is the same thing. You know, it's, I'm, I enjoy my own company and uh, not to sound too egotistical, but yeah, you can just <laughs> think about whatever you're thinking about, you know, and can I you find it, I, sit there and not have your phone or a book or whatever, anything? Can you just sit and eat and without any kind of distractions? It's probably harder now than it used to be because, uh, you know, like before the days of smartphones, but I could do it. I've done it. Um, I do generally before smartphones, it would usually be a book or a magazine. Um, yeah, but I could do it with nothing. It's possible. <laughs> I, I'm not a person who really thinks about what other people think about me anyway. You know, like I yeah, like, I don't think I care <laughs> about what other people think. Although some, I mean, I do in general. But when I when I've gone to eat by myself, I I do think about it a little bit. But I'm more just don't know what to do with myself. Like I I love being by myself as well. When I'm at home, I more prefer being by myself than anything. But Eating out alone just feels so like I should be doing something. Sometimes I feel like, oh, yeah, I don't have any friends. I'm here by myself. But in, not really. Usually it's just I feel like I need to be doing something like looking at my phone or something. So I rarely do that. But And going to a movies, I always thought, oh, whoever goes to the movies by themselves, how sad. But then when I got older, I thought it's the ultimate attainable, you know, I want to get I want to go to the movies by myself. Like, I can't wait to be able to do that. <laughs> to find time to be able to do that. I think I've only done it once and it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I discovered it purely by accident because like I said, I, I used to think, Oh God, how lame. But I, I wanted to see, I think it was Pulp Fiction. And it just so happened. Like at the time I was working a job where I would work weekends, but I have like a random Tuesday or Wednesday off. And, um, I thought, Maybe I'm confusing my dates. But at any rate, it was middle of the week, and I was like, you know, I want to see this movie, and everyone I know is at work or doing something. So I went, and I was like, you know, this isn't so bad. I don't know why I thought it was so big deal, you know? So ever since then. I used to think the same thing, and I've only seen one movie alone, and it was a movie that Megan worked on called Gleason. Just because it was at, like, there's only one theater in Denver that was playing it, and it was like at like 1.30 or something, so I just went by myself. It's a good thing I did, because it is uh, quite the tearjerker. And um, I, I've talked about it on here before, but um, it was actually pretty enjoyable. I don't know if I'd do it again, but maybe I should, because my friends all like seeing shitty movies, like every new fucking Marvel piece of shit. <laughs> and I want to go see good movies. <laughs> so <laughs> I might have to start doing that, but... As far as eating, um, I do feel weird if I'm alone, but if I'm like at work and it's lunch, I can do it. So I'm like, what's the difference? There's literally no difference. Yeah. And then like if I'm traveling and like, you know, I don't know anyone here, so I have to go eat by myself or whatever. That's fine, too. So I think it's, it's all mental. It is. Because like no one is looking at you like, oh, where's where's this guy's friend? Like maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't give a shit about what you're doing. It's true. And I know there are times when I see people sitting by themselves and I think, good for you. Where, how did you get so lucky that you got to be left alone today? <laughs> or for I just don't even notice it. 
and it's it i'm really being held back by my friends because i want to go to like nice restaurants like i want to spend a lot of money on a meal every now and then and they're just like oh how am i going to spend that much for that one i'm just like i wish i could just it, it is kind of like a like like a, a mob boss move where you're like you have a table by yourself in the corner and then like people come visit you uh, <laughs> i i imagine that's how i would be eating at like some fancy steakhouse but i should try it maybe you should. You should. <laughs> you should. We'll sit like two tables away and like video you. Like, look yeah. at how bossy he is. Look at this guy. He's a big shot. Yep. <laughs> that would be that would be the ultimate move. Like to be at a fancy steakhouse or some nice restaurant, just eating by yourself. Like, who is this guy? What's his story? Yeah, it's very mysterious. Yeah, eating by yourself at Wiener Schnitzel would be like, hmm, <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, the demo I picked, uh, Adam says, I feel bad when someone calls me and I'm the wrong number. I'm sorry I couldn't be the one you wanted me to be. Um, I feel that same way. And I know that uh, Jim and Sam were both kind of like, oh, you're codependent or whatever they're saying. I, or guilty conscience. That's what they said. And Allison said, oh, that's my audience. And I thought, yeah, it is. Because that's how I would feel. You know, I feel like I want to help them. Well, which number is it? What? I'm sorry it's not me. But, you know, how can I help you find the right number or I don't necessarily feel so bad, but I do feel like I need to fix the problem and help the person. Not just like, Oh, I'm going to trick you and say, Oh yeah. Whatever Jim Norton was saying, how they, they pretend like they are the person, but I wouldn't take it. To <laughs> that, that does extent. sound like a funny joke to me. Though. It does. But can you imagine? Oh, you know what? Two things. I just reminded me of another thing, but doesn't Allison's dad do that too, though? She, yes, I think she said, but I'm sure she doesn't say, oh, yeah, you know, he doesn't say I have cancer or something or whatever like Jim was saying. But one time I was in Texas visiting Brittany and Amanda. Hi, Brittany and Amanda. Amanda doesn't listen, but I'm going to shout out to her anyways. This old lady called. It was kind of like this, the Seinfeld episode. Right? Oh, Amanda. Ma- yes, Amanda was calling. So this old lady leaves a message and she's just like, well, we're going to meet down here and I can't wait to see you, sweetie, and all this stuff. And just call me with all the details of where I need to meet you. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I need to call her back and figure out, you know, I don't want to see this old lady's waiting, you know, to hear back from her, her granddaughter. And it was like this whole thing where I thought, well, I can't. Luckily, it landed on me. If it would landed on Jim Norton, can you imagine? <laughs> he would have had her going I don't even know where. Just yeah. he would have fucked with her. He would have. No, not two o'clock. Three o'clock. <laughs> yes, but the reason why I picked this is because this is something that is kind of goes along with something that is happening to me. Has happened to me lately. Is I changed my phone number what a couple months ago, Rafi? Yeah. Okay. So my new number, my old number. Sorry, my old number got given to some guy pretty quickly, and. There are a few people that I have not given my new number to just because I haven't talked to them or I kind of forgot or whatever. But um, So I don't even know what they're dealing with. But my mother-in-law, I give her my new number, but she accidentally kept texting my old one. And the guy was asking her out on dates. The guy was like, well, I'm not, you know, this is the wrong number. But, you know, if you're single, maybe we can meet up. Like, asking... I. And he was going like, and I can't even imagine. And my my other friend was texting me, and he sent some other thing, and I just thought this guy is trying to get dates with my friend, my mother in law, first of all, and for other friends. And who knows if he's going to try and, oh yeah, let's meet up, you know, 
Um, because I even gave my new, my new number to another friend yesterday and he said, oh yeah, I was texting you a while back because, you know, uh, Big Sandy was in town and I, I wanted to tell you that he was here and all this stuff, you know, my friend's band. And I thought, well, what if just the wrong person calls and says, hey, let's meet for lunch and he goes and kills them or something? I don't know. But the whole thing, I thought, wow. And I got a notification from Facebook saying, you know, this number has been registered under someone else's name. So yours has been removed from your account. And I thought, okay, so I can find this guy. So I did find him and there's no picture of him, but his name is Stephen Hutchinson. So if there's a guy named Stephen Hutchinson trying to get a hold of you people, he's not me. (laughs) Is that creepy? It is. I got a worse one for you. Well, I don't know how worse it is, but my son got a cell phone for the first time when he was like 13 or 14 or 12. I don't remember exactly how old. But apparently it was a turn. It was a similar situation. Someone wasn't using that number before, so all the people who knew that number were calling. And I guess the guy who used to sell drugs or something, because my son get these random calls about people <laughs> trying to buy drugs. You know, he's like 13. He's like, I'm sorry, you got the wrong number. And of course, they're kind of belligerent, like, don't lie, and you know, stuff like that. So that wasn't exactly thrilling. No, that that would be real, that would be rough for my kids to be getting those phone calls. We had someone in the neighborhood like that. Um, there there was a house, I guess, that used to be where everyone used to go buy drugs, and the house was sold a few years ago. But people would still come by, you know, knocking on because I guess they used to buy it through the garage entrance. So they'd be knocking on the garage door, and of course, that's the garage door of the gu- the guy that I shared on the last episode, <laughs> where the guy that wanted to punch my daughter. He lives in that garage, and I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. He's getting these knocks, you know, in the middle of the night by people trying to buy drugs. I don't know. Rafi, have you ever had any number debacles? Um, I've had, like, a couple text things, but nothing worth talking about. I I do often say to people, new phone, who this? Um, <laughs> especially to Megan, and she has no idea what I'm talking about, and it was funny. But, um, Damien, can I have your son's number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cop. Uh, no, I think if somebody was texting me about drugs, I would have a field day. Because immediately I thought of uh, this Wu-Tang skit where he's like, two for fives, they got garbage up the street. Um, but also I was thinking of the Seinfeld thing where the the tractor girl calls Jerry and she yes. thinks that he's Rolf, or he calls her. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you're right, Bert, get that checked out, by." <laughs> You just reminded me of another time I accidentally texted my friend's old number and I was getting blood taken or something. And I remember, I forgot why I texted her and I thought, I just need to text a friend while I'm sitting here waiting because I was like really nervous or something. And I said, oh, I'm just getting some, I don't know, I'm thinking about you or something. And the person responded, oh, in a dirty way or whatever. (laughs) And I thought it was her. I thought, oh, okay, she's just being funny. And then later I'm like, my God, that was not her number. And I don't know... (laughs) So I, te- I texted her, I said, whoever got your old number is a dirty old bastard. <laughs> uh, well, I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Uh, this has been a really fun Black Friday, better than going out and fighting the crowds for some sweater I'm never going to wear. So, uh, Rafi, thank you for being on. Uh, Toby, shout out to you. I guess you never made it. He had some meeting he had to go to, so... Uh, maybe next time. Maybe Hi, Toby. Maybe he's stuck up on the trapeze somewhere. 
Demian, so glad that you were um, here. Also, made a made it oh, for a fun you. a fun Friday off. I I love recording on Fridays during the day. It, I don't know. It just seems. I don't know. It's just special. So I'm glad you guys. I'm not going to tear up. But I'm glad you guys are both here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it was fun. Good. Till next I'm time. I'm glad. Uh, I'm going to for sure probably start and end the show with some sort of Christmas music because it's way too early to hear it for me. No, it's not way too early, but we'll give you a little something. Um, okay. so, <laughs> support Allison's show. Go to her website, AllisonRosen.com. Be a Patreon supporter because I've been listening to. Finally catching up on the bonus episodes. The one with Greg, I already finished. Super good. I miss him so much. The TV ones, I finally got to one of them. I didn't want any spoilers, but they have time codes for each show that they're talking about. So it made it easy for me to skip the Westworld part, which I can't wait to watch. But, you know, they're watching Twin Peaks, which I love. And they're talking about Vanderpump Rules. And it just reminded me of the old Saturday episodes that they used to do that Allison and Daniel used to do. So, you know, a lot of times they kind of got off topic of the TV, but they're just chit-chatting and it's always fun. So it's definitely something worth it. You get a lot back from her. She gives a lot. And if you want to be a part of this show, email me at bffancast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at bffancast and follow me at jmos and bfs. Demian, where can we find you? Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at superdempsey. And little Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at your local Chipotle. Um, <laughs> also, I guess you can follow me at RMC Guitars. I'm down two followers. I got to get back up. I was pretty bummed because I was about to hit 187, <laughs> and uh, so I need three followers actually. So if you will follow me there, only if you like Chipotle or Qdoba, though. I don't want any garbage yeah. followers. You want three um, quality followers. Exactly, and also the live tweet for sorry not sorry is coming up and they're gonna be tweeting a christmas story i haven't seen it and i think that possibly i might be live tweeting it with another fan so we'll see if that happens but um yeah everyone should take part because they're really fun and when it's a good movie which i've not seen this movie but i know people like it so it it makes it you've never seen it no uh well, hopefully you'll it's like really it. It's really funny. I, it is a great movie, but I think, you know, growing up with it is the reason why I like it. I don't know. I think I would still like it if I saw it today, but obviously it just has that kind of memory of watching it when I was a kid. But I'm sure I think it like holds it. up. Yeah, I think it, it holds up. It definitely does. Um, I think I'll like it because I know like little bits of it from like pop culture. So and I think all those parts are funny. So I think I'm really going to like it. Right. I mean, yeah, your, picture, your picture has George Costanza in the bunny suit. So, I mean... That's not the bunny suit. That's Dang Cameron's it. pink fur. Everyone knows. Come pink. on. Okay, everyone. <laughs> I think of it as the Christmas story bunny outfit. <laughs> so that's what it is to me. Oh, now I can see. It's got like mud flaps. It's just too close up. I can't tell. Mud see? flaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, shout out to Scott Marquez. We love you as our fan, as always. And thank you and good night.